This podcast is brought to you by Viking Capital, your best friend in swimming pool financing for over 20 years. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Pool Magazine Podcast. Today I'm chatting with Ben Forrest of Powell Lighting to try and understand the new DOE lighting regulations that are coming down. The pleasure is always, Ben. Thanks, Joe. So you've seen the information that's being disseminated about these new regulations. I mean, can you explain to us a little bit about what these new regs mean and how they will impact distributors, retailers, and pool contractors? Sure. Um, look, at the bottom, the bottom line, I guess, is the Department of Energy have made a decision that um, they want to introduce legislation to stop the continual use of really inefficient lighting. Now, probably the most importantly is this is not just for the pool industry. This is right across the entire lighting sector and electrical sector, US-wide. Um, as it stands at the moment, the legislation relates to what they call GSLs or general service lamps. And general service lamps are defined as lamps that either have an ANSI screw fitting or pin connections. So they're a lamp. So it doesn't include nicheless lights or the niche lights that are full fixture lights, LEDs. It does include LED lamps, but any light that is not a lamp is not included under this. So the obvious target for the DOE is the incandescent lamps, Joe. At a 500 watt, your classic pool lamp, 500 watts, that's a lot of power that someone's burning. Sure. Now, um, what they've said is that any lamp that doesn't produce at least 45 lumens of light per watt is not considered energy efficient and it's not sufficient to pass the legislation. Now that will rule out virtually every incandescent lamp immediately uh-huh. and it will rule out a lot of the LED lamps and they're probably the easiest way without seeing lab results and lumens results is any of the lamps that you might have used in the past that run really, really hot, there's a really good chance that they won't pass the legislation. Uh-huh. And it's a, it's a big misnomer that LEDs run hot. Not all LEDs run hot, or inefficient LEDs run hot. Now, at this stage, the limitation, as I said, is lamps. But we at Powell have, we've seen this. This is actually not new legislation. This, is, this started about 2016. The DOE were given a mandate by Congress right, right. To, come out to start working like on this. Five, and it's, six years ago, yeah. That's right. They've been working and drawing drafts and getting them rejected and so forth right. ever since. And realistically, it's really only come into effect in January 1 this year. Um, interestingly, we've already passed the grace period with which they gave us three months, yep. which ended <laughs> beginning of March, right. to sell through any inventory that we had on the shelf. So right now, uh, manufacturers are not permitted to import, manufacture or distribute any lamps that don't meet regulations. Right. So for end users, those in the trade, you're not allowed to sell these to your clients anymore. Mm. Um, at the moment, we're in what they call a limited punishment region. Right. <laughs> so, right. So they're giving given us, us a grace period where you're that, not going to get right. penalised too bad. That's right. The, or a reduced penalty period, which may be nothing more than a written warning. Mm-hmm. Um, and most likely, that's what it's going to be for first offences. Right. But if you're caught repeatedly, you're going to start getting fines. And I think it's July, July the full 1st yeah. of July 1st, the full force of the law comes in and then it's full penalties. Yeah. And, and they're taking a very hard line approach. Congress has given the DOE a very clear expectation on what energy savings they need to be able to demonstrate as a result of introducing this legislation. Uh-huh. 
And this is where it gets interesting. I think anyone that believes that it's going to be limited to lamps for any real period of time is kidding themselves. Right. You know, we can expect, and at PAL we've been expecting, that this is going to be introduced not just in lamps but in all lights. It makes no sense to drive consumers away from LEDs or from incandescent lamps based on a framework of efficiency to LED fixtures that still don't need that same framework of efficiency. Right. So I think, you know, the big thing now is, um, or the big advice or the advice I would give to people would be start considering not just what you have to do now, but what you need to do in the future. Right. Before thinking about what you're going to put in the pool. That's right. right. That's right. And, and look, I think this is a good thing. Um, uh, we have been very wasteful of energy, particularly 500 watt lamps. Um, you know, that's, that's quite ridiculous. A 500 watt lamp at each end of the swimming pool uses more power than half of your house does. If you've got LEDs and efficient lighting in the house. Um, it's not required in a swimming pool, really. There are far more efficient ways and consumers as a whole can save a lot of money just by coming across to energy efficient lighting. Um, as the lighting expectation from consumers is elevated and with the advent of lots of things I, I know you had a session just uh, in the last podcast regarding DMX or as that becomes more popular in the industry what we're seeing is more and more lights being put in pools so the importance of making those lights efficient is just skyrocketing you know where once we had two energy efficient or energy inefficient lights in the pool the DOE realizes that we can't go down a path where now we have 140 inefficient lights in a swimming pool and large projects. Um, so I think we don't know. There's no visibility. They've not released anything. We'd be interested to see what the DOE do say when you talk to them um, as to what the future holds. But we're expecting sometime in the next 12 to 18 months that these laws, these very same expectations and regulations will be, ex will be extended to include all pool lights. Well, we will talk to the Department of Energy. I mean, information that we're getting right now is that um, this latest DOE rule has a more strict enforcement timeline. I mean, with the, the latest businesses, they're allowed to clear out their inventory um, of older pumps yep. uh, for compliance, right, with the old rules. All right, so um, these, these uh, bulbs are still getting, like, the same treatment. We do have some kind of grace period until July 1st. But, yeah, then after that, they're going to start cracking down for sure. Absolutely. And... And, I mean, this is a very real thing. I mean, we've always known that this is coming. Uh, being an Australian manufacturer, Australia introduced this legislation a long time ago. Australia is very good at introducing legislation, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> um, but in this case, we know. And, and we've shown that, I mean, our normal pool lights use typically about a third of the power of what the other lights in the industry use. And our lights are just as bright. So... There's, there's good reasons for this because we're not best practice in the pool industry. Mm -hmm. Even with the LEDs, aren't anywhere near best practice. Sure. You know, there, there's a lot of savings that consumers and professionals in the industry can make by introducing more efficient, more state-of-the-art lighting. Okay. Um, so this is a good thing in the whole. It's a little bit of pain for us at, at the moment. But I think, you know, as the information and the understanding sort of washes across the industry, it's not that difficult to, to make the changes necessary. Sure. I mean, I think the rule applies to all lamps that emit three, between 310 and 
3,300 lumens. So for lights under that category, it must be about 45 lumens for, per watt. Per watt, right? minimum of 45 lumens per watt. Right. So, so yeah, I, I mean, ultimately, we have we we're having all of our lights lab tested so that we can provide dealers with the lab results rather than just saying, hey, these are compliant and they have to take our word for it. Mm -hmm. And I think <clears throat> moving forward, that would be my advice to the industry. If you are buying lights, you really have the right to ask for the lab results right. or a certified third party results that show. And, and, and this is just to cover your own butts more than anything. Sure. Um, peace of mind for the builders. And the consumers will start asking yeah. you for it too. So, yeah. you know, by all means, ask if you're buying lights, um, ask for the results and ask for some sort of certification so that you're covering your backside and making sure that you are doing the right thing. Um, but other than that, it's pretty straightforward and pretty easy. Oh, I appreciate you giving me your feedback on, uh, on what you've seen coming down. So Fantastic. thanks. Thanks, Joe, as yeah. always. This podcast is brought to you by Viking Capital, your best friend in swimming pool financing for over 20 years.